Good Bob, you see that how close was to nailing it? Intro, bumper, but we got the wrong Oh fuck, I'm trying to do it with this <laughs> I'm trying to do it with this gimmick. I've got my fucking screen right in front of me. Hello everyone. Good evening. Um this is Fed Dead Redemption episode 30, the first episode of 2023. It's back to the old two-man game here. The old school overlay, the whole deal. Look at that. We've even got the little LNG, uh, the gold logo. Jesus. Where's that? Throwback. It is. That doesn't there really we go. Do, you know. Is that a good idea or not? I don't know if that works, Bob. Yeah, you can kind of still see the other one. Yeah, fuck it. Right. Except the gold today, folks. Um, how is everyone? We hope you're well. It's, it's Tuesday. Um, it's been quite the time in the World Wrestling Federation. It's the last time we do these. Yeah. Someone, if anyone in the world only gets WWE updates via this program, I'm just going to make it clear now we can't catch you up. It is what it is. You know, things have changed. It, it, you get what you get, I suppose, right? We won't yep. do that again. But Bob, how are you today, mate? I'm doing well. Uh, this lighting situation kind of looks like shit, but, yeah. you know, we'll go through it. And uh, so like the sun is like right over the top of your shoulder. It's pretty yeah. interesting. It's not great, but you know what? We're going to play through it. Well, no choice, really, mate. <laughs> um, we are indeed. Now, folks, here's the deal. As you can see from the title, we're doing something a little bit different today. We're going to look ahead here. We're in January, so we're about three months, just shy of three months away now uh, from WrestleMania. And we're going to put together our ideal WrestleMania lineups. And we're going to try and do it night one and night two and really go for it, like have a real creative meeting. Um, but before we do that, I do want to kind of quickly explain why we're doing that non-normal show. But was it fair to say, I don't want to talk for you, but my read on it was you were not desperate to cover the current proceedings considering all that's happened. And also the fact, you know, I don't think you've loved the shows as of late. Where do you stand, Bob? Yeah, between, you know, the behind the scenes stuff and the past few Raws have uh, not really been good for me. And I've, I've, I've enjoyed them for the most part. But yeah, the last couple have kind of been struggling a little bit. They're just kind of marching in place until they get to the Rumble build, which you kind of thought they would have started a little bit more by now. Um, mm -hmm. I thought the SmackDown where uh, they had seen a wrestle was very good. And I thought SmackDown last week was very good too. But yeah, Raw just, uh, it's not like, oh, it's unwatchable. It's just, it's very boring. Yeah. Um, do you think the the extended pay-per-view gap, the extended pay-per-view build has been an issue for them in terms of Raw, especially having the extra hour? Having eight episodes of Raw in between pipes is kind of challenging, right? Yeah, because they haven't really done anything like to make mm -hmm. it feel different. Like they did Becky and Bailey, that's a big match, and they had a good match. I like that. Um, but as far as like there hasn't really been like a big men's thing, like I know they've still been doing the theory and Seth stuff, but if you don't care about that, then you're kind of uh, screwed on that end. Indeed, uh, I can confirm. Ben asked, Bob, I don't watch the Fed. Can you break down current fiend lore for me? Can you actually like try to do this? Because I genuinely don't understand what's going on. It just, I guess, so Uncle Howdy's a real person and, like, attacked Bray last week. But, like, that's the right. first development we've really got. And now Alexa's back involved with it, which is unfortunate. But, like, it's a whole lot of uh, just nothing really happening. Bray comes out and says the same stuff every week, and uh, which has been a bummer. Because when he came back at Extreme Rules and that first promo back on SmackDown, we all kind of hoped it would be something a little different. And then he just well. went right back to the same stuff. Well, not about we all, but well, yeah, hope hope is fair. No, I hope, but Bob, you know, I mean, I God bless him, man. I just, I just don't, I don't know if I'm not going to say he has bad ideas. He doesn't. His ideas go over huge, but when you're trying to like channel them into wrestling, it seems to be really difficult for him. I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's his ideas get over with people who already like them, but as far as like getting new people to like them, uh, that's been a struggle. It also has to eventually end up in a wrestling match. And yeah. It's like we'll see what this pitch black business is, but <laughs> like this has you know catastrophe written all over it. This yeah. isn't, I mean, again, we'll see. Hopefully, it turns out good. I like LA Knight an awful lot, and I'll be happy for Brave. It did turn out well, but it's hard to be confident about this stipulation from the outside looking in, Bob, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, on one hand, I don't think he's very good in the ring, so like it helps that this will kind of hide that, but like yeah. at some point, you can't hide it. And you have to have an actual match, and that's what you said when he came in too. And uh, yeah, you know they've hit it for this long, but like I know he's working the house shows. I haven't heard if he's you know good or bad on those or what exactly mm. those matches entail. Um, but I haven't really been a fan of his from an in-ring perspective since like the Brian stuff. Or yeah. well, the Fiend Brian stuff was good, but like the Brian stuff when uh, Brian the was original Brian Brian stuff. yeah 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 twenty 
14, right? Yeah, January, so, February. yeah. It's been a while. It's a problem. It is. I think there's, you know, an audience for that stuff, and I think it's still over with that audience, so mm-hmm. God bless. Um, as far as Alexa, like, I think she obviously wants to be involved, so good for her. I mean, I, yeah. I think that's where she would like to be at this point, and it seems that's where they're headed. Um, I saw her promo, Monty sent it to me, and I, you know, she was kind of a good promo, and then the, the Howdy stuff, and I, look, I, I just don't, it's one of those things that I just go, fair enough, you know, like, I obviously don't get it. Mm-hmm. I would like it to result in some good professional wrestling matches and or segments at some point. That might be my request, but I also don't watch closely enough to kind of yeah. um, critique wildly. Here's what it is to me. I do want to ask you, Bob, like for your enthusiasm and excitement about the product, show quality aside, does the Vince thing affect that for you? Like, is it hard to be as optimistic with the Vince cloud hanging over the promotion? Um. I mean, it's only been what SmackDown and then Raw since he's like been back in the fold. And I thought yeah. SmackDown was just kind of as it usually is, and Raw was kind of just as it usually is too. So mm-hmm. like, not really. Like, if you stop and think about it for a while, then yeah, probably. But if you're just like, I'm gonna watch this show and not focus on the other right. stuff, then yeah, not not really. But I mean, that could change depending if he gets a bigger role or whatever. I just think there's there's an uncertainty that comes with it, right? Like, there's yeah. this sort of sense that each step you're taking now may not be important at all. Um, whereas before, whether you like the Triple H shows or not, there was an idea that he had like a long-term goal or vision or hope. Speaking of such, probably, you know, probably the biggest story of today, um, McMahon business aside, was was Jay White. The Fightful Select had the report that his time in Japan is winding down and the belief is he's headed to the States. That, again, the belief is it was not like he signed yeah. anywhere. And I believe the sentence was the WWE are very confident, which I don't think is a surprise to anyone. Um, does the Vince story become relevant to you there because as a fan of jay it certainly became relevant to me it was like that feels like a very different thing that he would be signing up for than what i would have said a month ago you know yeah i think so because like if he comes in under triple h um i think he's probably in almost a cody spot where he's like you know he doesn't go through nxt he's got the top like yep. feud on raw or whatever right away and that's not necessarily a certainty under vince like mm-hmm. i guess you just have to hope that vince doesn't get back with creative i don't necessarily uh, believe that'll be true i know legally he can't but i mean there's yeah. ways around that <laughs> certainly um i think legitimately and I'm, I'm not saying this to try and frame triple h's creative genius everyone who watches this show knows what i think i think he's he's solid and safe but not particularly inspiring or creative but i think if jay white signs for triple h's wwe he's like an absolute lock to be a world champ like and i would bet my house on it um the issue is we don't know if it's going to be Triple H's WWE. So, you know, that that makes things very, very shaky. In terms of just talent, there's no doubt in my mind about what Jay White can do. I mean, he's mm-hmm. spectacular. He could do, he could do it all. Um, to my guy who's like a great promo, can have great matches, has a great look, seems to be in a really um, – how do I put this, Bob? Honestly, part of it for me is he seems so switched off from the game. And he's not someone who I think would like really struggle with, with um, the way they present their wrestlers and the the kind of attention that comes with that. Yeah, you don't, like you don't see Jay White like dunking on you know confirmed shoot on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. he's someone who's really well adjusted and is ready to be a top star um, and actually be kind of like a fucking face of the brand. Honestly, I think he's he's that polished and personality and, and wrestler. So he's money. I don't think he's, there's too much you can pay for him. Within reason, of course. Um, mm. I'd imagine there'll be a big bidding war. Again, as a fan, it would certainly be nice if he was entering Triple H's WWE and not Vince McMahon's. But we'll we'll see how it uh, how it kind of unfolds. Because I'm still also a little bit hesitant. I'm still not quite convinced he's leaving. Frankly, fair. But, um, we shall see. Quick question here before we get into our our, our main topic of the day. Um, are they doing Bianca and Alexa at the Rumble? I don't want to run more. I don't think. It's announced, but it seems to be where they're headed, right, Bob? Yeah, because, I mean, it's not announced for next week either. So, like, I don't think they just add that in the middle of the week. And I don't think they'll do it on Raw 30 because they're going to have so much other stuff, like Final Rumble preparations plus, you know, segments for whoever they get to show up for it. And it's just it's not going to get the time on Raw 30, I don't think. So, yeah, I, I would imagine it's going to the Rumble. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because thus far it's not really about Bianca at all, which is mm-hmm. a choice. Um my question to that would be why? Because, I mean, we do a lot of bits regarding the fame Lexi all caps. Um, but, you know, what is her, 
I guess we'll get into this in a minute. What is her like presumed WrestleMania endgame? Whereas by contrast, Bianca is almost certainly going to be in a big time match at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. So it's like you kind of sit and wonder, like, why would you focus so much of the feud on Alexa in January when you're headed to WrestleMania here very, very shortly? Like, I, that part is jarring to me. Do you have any read on that at all? Because it's confusing to me. No, not really. Like, she was someone that I struggled to come up with a match for on when we were doing these WrestleMania cards, just because, like, you know, the, the thing she's tied to is on a different show. So I don't know if she'll just jump over and yeah. they'll do a mixed tag or whatever. But I, it, or I've seen a couple people be like, oh, maybe she'll win the Rumble and jump over and face Charlotte, which that's a way to get her to SmackDown. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how that match would look with no. both of them aligned how they are right now and all that. Yeah, I'll avoid that. Um, yeah, I don't know. So just to be clear before we get into this, have you have you done like your preferred Mania card or like what you assume is going to happen? Because we can do both. I'm just intrigued. Yeah, it's kind of a mix of both. Okay. Well, we'll talk it through, but you mentioned, I think there's a pretty, that you've brought up like mixed tag. I think we both know where it's going now. You know, you think. Well, it's just the problem with that. Like, it's hard to find a pairing for them unless you do cross well, the scarlet, which it's absolutely going to be cross yeah. the scarlet. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> They're obviously going to be on Mania, and that's the yeah. match that everyone asked for on Twitter, which is what Triple H's booking always is. Yeah, because I thought like booking is like at WWE Fan 12's fantasy booking <laughs> on television. I thought you could do like Bray and Alexa against Beth and Edge, but I guess they're doing Beth and Edge against Rhea and Finn at Elimination Chamber, perhaps, is the rumor at the moment. So I don't think they do mixed tags twice in a row My like God. that. I don't know, but I think I'd rather the cross feud just because I think that one would be like kind of funny. Edge is going to turn, Edge would turn that shit into like a fucking motion picture. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be bad. Imagine Edge doing like a mo, like a, um, not a moment of bliss. What was it called? The playground talking no. segment? Oh, yeah. Um, I think it was just Alexis Playground or whatever. Yeah. Which was a Triple H invention. Did you know that? Yes, I did, actually. That, that's like, I don't mean that as a dunk. I know everyone took that as a dunk, but that like actually pops me, the idea of him coming up with that. Like, the idea of him. Oh, yeah. The guy who fucking signed, like, every indie wrestler ever, but turned up to TV and be like, let's get a fucking playground in here. Huh? Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's change it up a little bit. But nonetheless... Um, Let's get to it. Now, here's what I'm going to do, Bob, because I see you're prepared, as you always are. You're a pro. Um, I think the best way to do this is to go through the big names and talk it over as a committee chat. You are part of our committee here, uh, within reason. Don't insult us. Well, you insult Oracle. He's not here. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll kind of slowly piece this together. Hopefully, we won't be here all night. I don't want this to be like one of those WCW booking committee meetings, Bob. You know what I mean? Exactly. But nonetheless... Um, Let's start with the obvious uh, headliner, the tribal chief, the double champion, Roman Reigns. Now, I, I know where you're going here, Bob. You're looking for the double dip here, aren't you? Um, yes. Oh, you are? Okay. I still am, yeah. Now, is there any names you would like to kick around beyond Cody and, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson of Black Adam fame? No, I don't think so. I think it's virtually a lock to be one of those two, if not both of them. Okay. Now, is this, you know, we, we did this before we talked about Sammy, and I know you got very aggressive and subtweeted me in, the, <laughs> in your Twitter circle. Um, is this because you have got them penciled in for the role uh, alongside Kevin opposite the Usos? Yes. All right. Now, you're very bullish on this. Has my constant... Um, whining and complaining at all affected your confidence that this could work this this double booking thing because you you seem to never waver i respect it on some level but i mean is there any hesitation at all before we can we proceed here? i mean honestly the only part that i've wavered on is maybe they won't end up with the rock and it'll just be roman against cody for both titles and they'll you know split them up at some point over the summer instead i have to ask you a question bob as a yeah. friend do you want to see that rock match? I mean, that doesn't mean you can't book it, but do you actually want to see it? Not really. Like, I I mean, the the first Cena match was good. The Punk match was good, but these are also both like 10 years ago at this point. The second Cena match was bad. He can't really cut a promo anymore. He's becoming very weird. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine without him. I'm more uh, happy to see, you know, Stone Cold show up. 
All right, well, let's transition to that. We'll, we'll pencil in the rock match, the Roman matches for now, because I know it means a lot to you. This, this is one of the most interesting things to me. Steve Austin's wrestling at WrestleMania. Yes. You know, um, that seems clear. The question is, who the hell is he wrestling? Because I don't think that's clear at all. I have no idea where they're going. Um, Kevin Owens was a, was a you know a perfect fit in a lot of ways, but finding the the successes that the sequel to that is, I think, very very difficult. Bob, what do you think for? For Steve Austin, um, I originally put Rollins, but they're kind of turning him babyface, so that'd be weird. They're having him, you know, the crowd sing his song and all that. They're encouraging that, so it might just be as simple as a guy like uh, you know Corbin, or I guess Ziggler's a babyface now. But yeah, Corbin, you know, you do a couple oh weeks God. of uh, JBL Stone Cold promos, and uh, you know, let it rip, man. Baron Corbin, yeah, Baron Corbin. He uh he no, was on no, TV last night. They're heating him up, man. Bob, there has to be something else for Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, they could just do Austin Cena too. Mm-hmm. People have talked about Austin Brock, which doesn't seem like a great idea. Um, but Austin Cena could be good. All right, is Brock wrestling Lashley again? Is that the what's happening on that? Or is Brock, what's Brock I still think it's Gunther. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, my apologies. It right, feels like. Just... Lashley okay. should be at the Rumble, but they haven't really... I mean, they brought Lashley back last night, but they haven't uh, done anything with Brock, but he's on the poster. It feels like you'd want to do that match one more time there and then transition him into something else, but maybe they're just leaving it open to do it the third time. Could Austin not wrestle Bob? Lashley That's not a good one too. He could. God, none yeah. of these fit right, do they? That's none the thing. Like, like... Lock, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Um... He could wrestle theory, I guess, but like that's not something that I think anyone wants to see either. No, I'm good. I'm good on that for sure. <laughs> um, I guess it's Cena because I think Cena's alternative is Logan Paul, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't put Logan Paul on because he might be canceled again at the moment. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Okay. Famously, change, you know, famously, that keeps people off the WrestleMania card. That's true. I look forward to seeing Vince's vision for this show. <laughs> um, I really—I'll be honest. This idea doesn't really work for me. But I'm looking at the alternatives. It feels like we should just do Steve Austin and John Cena. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think it's like a natural fit at all. But it is a dream match. I would have my concerns about it from a quality point of view. Just to be totally transparent, I. You know, I think Cena's not in a place where you can't lead that and steer that ship. But no, but I think the crowd will be into it no matter like what they do, as long as it's passable and they just kind of play the hits. Yeah, I agree. Do you think you like have Cena lean heel for the build or something? Like, what do you? How do you build that fucking thing? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to because you're not going to get him to boo Austin, and like, I know they're not going to boo Cena, but like, he can be more of a dick at least. I mean, they can both be dicks to each other, but like Cena's got some stuff, I guess, about how, you know, Stone Cold left and Cena never did. I don't know. There's, mm-hmm. six you, there's avenues you could take. For sure. No, yeah, I, I think you could be compelling. I mean, you certainly would trust those guys promo-wise, right? Yeah. To deliver interesting stuff. I just, there's something like odd about that matchup um, in 2023, especially. It's, a, it's just a weird one, but it's a big match. So, okay, so right now we have <clears throat> Roman and Cody, Roman and Rock. Austin and Cena, and we've also put Brock and uh, and Gunter down, correct? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Let's look on the on the female side now, women's division. Um, Bianca Belair, Bob, what are you thinking? Um, I would put her against a Royal Rumble winning Rhea Ripley at the moment. Okay. Now, there are a lot of different rumors about the the women's title. Uh, scenes right and like where we're going because Charlotte's kind of what's the obvious match for Charlotte? Are we still yeah, doing Becky and Ronda? Her, so. Well, yeah, that's, and this is the thing. The issue we have here is that the natural match for Bianca is Charlotte Flair. Yes. Um, but she could wrestle Rhea, and I think we'd all be more happy with that. The problem is if Charlotte doesn't wrestle Bianca, I have no idea who Charlotte wrestles. Now that doesn't bother me or you. I mean, she could be in the uh, the Snickers. Battle Royale for yes. Wacky. But Charlotte is going to be on WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And my question to you would be, 
Are there more interesting alternatives for Rhea than there are for Charlotte? And if so, should Charlotte get the Bianca match for the, for the, you know for this particular moment in time? Now, I don't I don't mind. I'm just intrigued by what you think. Yeah, it's interesting because then I imagine you got to put the belt on Rhea at some point and then have Bianca jump over or win the Rumble or put the belt on Alexa and have Bianca win the Rumble. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, And, you know, Naomi's a good one for Charlotte if she is coming back. You know, that's a big match for her. And uh, I think mm. they've worked well together in the past. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you look at the rest of the SmackDown roster, like, it's tough. Hold up, Bob. Hold up a second, mate. Um, hold up one second, Bob. Fill me some dead air. Uh, Stephanie McMahon has resigned. Oh, God. Okay, well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> any, <laughs> any reaction to that, Bob? Fucking hell. It was a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. I just wanted to do a nice show and, uh, you know, touch base, get the WWF show out of the way, and uh, we're cursed again. It's like when we'd do a show and there'd be releases every week last year, we'd be on the air for them. Bro, like, we've spoken about this privately. This shit is going to get so bad. Yeah. Like, I don't... I totally get why... It's like it's funny on like a very surface level, but when you remember that most professional wrestling fans just see it as like, oh, it's just WWE, you know, mm -hmm. this thing could fucking implode, bro. I mean, I I find this to be a somewhat ominous time personally. I don't know what you think, but it's not great. Um, it's getting worse by the day, pretty much. Um, yeah, good. I mean, you'd really rather none of this uh, happen. Um, you know, when Vince was gone, we all kind of thought that it was a permanent thing, hopefully. And uh, now here we are again. Yeah, and, and look, I think, you know, I'm not here to do like the, man, everything was going so great. Like, I don't really care about the wrestling quality. I think objectively wrestling is in a better place without that dude around. It's, yeah. it's bad, you know, it's, it, and, and on every which way. Like, there's a difference between people that objectively are questionable or not necessarily good people and people that are Vince, you know. I'd rather mm -hmm. not be in wrestling. Um, ultimately, you know, the, uh, the the many Fed Dead pops that we have, I mean, the show is called Fed Dead Redemption. It's like the people that would actually be affected by the worst-case scenarios here are not him. Mm -hmm. now, he'll still he'll still be fine financially. I mean, he's a piece of shit, and he'll be you know he'll be, he'll be kind of shamed if saying if if it goes if it continues to go the way it is, and honestly it should be already. Unfortunately, people are oblivious to these things. Um, but it's the fucking wrestlers and the staff and the the crew. They're the ones that are going to suffer for these changes right now because this is like I said it on Resperius, and I saw Dave said the same thing. It's obviously not rocket science. I'm not saying I'm broke some story or anything, but I know there is concern internally about like. The cuts are coming back. Oh well, yeah, how could you not be? Yeah, exactly. And the morale is like a big talking point today because it was very different TV and everyone is looking over their shoulder again and is on thin ice. And it's just it's just not good. Um it makes things like this a lot less fun. And I and I don't really know, just to be totally honest, Bob, as we kind of bring a halt to this program for a moment. Um I don't really know the correct way of handling these things, to be totally honest. Do you? I mean I I, I think doing the wrestling talk of it is fun and me coming on here and being like, well, Jay White's chances of getting a big push a bit or like realistically, it all feels kind of irrelevant, doesn't it? When you're really talking about what the story is here. I mean, this well, is... yeah, because I mean, well, it's like you said earlier, like none of this might matter by the time it rolls around anyway. But yeah. like, you know, like you like you said, the human element too. like everyone's yeah. worried and I get it. And like, I think as a fan too, like, it's okay to be a little worried too. Like this, I know everyone on Twitter, you know, when you do the bootlegger stuff or whatever, I get it, but like, it's a big part of everyone's life and uh, for better or worse. And it's okay to be a little concerned about what's going to happen with it. Look, man, I mean, ultimately it's not good for professional wrestling. If no. this thing goes poorly. I mean, I mean, I honestly think with each day, the positive outcomes dwindle because it's just, it looks like a fucking mess. Um, Again, 
my personal fandom on a sort of on like a, a you know loose level it's like well i don't watch the shows necessarily so what does it matter to me but it's like it's just bad for wrestling um WWE employ, employs how many fucking people in the wrestling business, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to die, to be clear, folks. I We have no idea where this is going to go. But I just think there are certain scenarios that could, like, legitimately damage the industry, and that's concerning to me. So, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll return to our regularly scheduled program, but um, Stephanie has posted and deleted a statement. Okay, well, I was going to read the statement, but if it's been deleted, I can no longer do that. Um all right, well, I guess we'll circle back to, um, yeah, she's deleted. It said, Dear WWE Universe, here we go, Bob, we're it's like we're on the television now. About eight months ago, I took a leave of absence and within a few weeks, unexpectedly unexpectedly had the opportunity of a lifetime. I had the privilege to return as the co-CEO and chairwoman of the board of WWE. I cannot put into words how proud I am to have led what I consider to be the greatest company in the world. Working alongside a remarkable leadership team, one of the strongest executives I have known, my co-CEO, Nick Khan. Our founder, Vincent Mann, has returned as executive chair and is leading an exciting process regarding strategic alternatives. And with Nick's leadership and Paul, Triple H Levesque, as chief content officer, I am confident WWE is in the perfect place to continue to provide unparalleled creative content and drive maximum value for shareholders. WWE is in such a strong position that I have decided to return to my leave and take it one step further with my official resignation. I look forward to cheering on WWE from the other side of the business where I started when I was a little kid as a pure fan. I will always remain dedicated to WWE. I truly love our company, our employees, our superstars, and our fans. I'm grateful to all of our partners. Um, I believe she left like a spirit, a spelling gimmick in there. It's probably going to repost it with that. Um, Thank you for everything. Then now forever together, Steph. So, I mean, as you'd expect, you know, it was um, a somewhat... Uh, how would you phrase it? I guess it was, uh, you know, sort of very PR positive um, way to post statement, as you'd expect. She's not going to be like, you know, this place is fucked. Goodbye. Um, yeah. What do you think, Bob? How much, how much stock, how much, uh, how much weight should one put into this in terms of its relevance in the overall story regarding where Triple H is headed, so on and so forth? Yeah, it feels very big. Um, I think. Triple H, you know, will stay there because he is technically the head of creative at the moment, but uh, it's not great. You know, if you're, uh, especially if you don't want Vince to uh, come out on top here, um, which I don't think anyone really does, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's alarming. It is. Um, for the sake of everyone's entertainment, we're going to continue with our previous uh, plans. We're going to just do this WrestleMania gimmick. Uh, we are aware that, you know, there are more interesting things going on. I'm sure people are going to go live and discuss it. They're more educated on it. So we understand if you if you want to check that out. But for now, we'll continue as... Um, what other matches could we do for Rhea, Bob, where we can slide Charlotte into the Bianca spot? Could Rhea wrestle... What about Rhea and Becky? Who that one? Yeah, she could... Uh, I guess either Becky or Bailey, because I have Becky and Bailey as a match right now. So either one of those two could work. I know Bailey's a heel, so that could... But yeah, Rhea mm-hmm. and Becky... Um, could be good. And I don't know that they've ever done that. They kind of teased it a couple of times, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like what Bailey and Becky feels like it's too, you have too far, you know, to get to mania. That's true. If you can pull it off. Um, I don't know what we do with Bailey. We'll, we'll circle back to that. I'm currently thinking <clears throat> that we do. Oh, fuck Rhonda. Hmm. Do we have anything for Ronda, Bob? I don't think they're going to do Ronda and Becky. Maybe Ronda and Shayna. They'd enjoy working together. It'd be a Mm -hmm. big enough match. Man, I don't know. Because Ronda's going to be on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you did like a tag title match with Shayna versus someone. I don't really know who necessarily. Um, I'm currently feeling for the title matches... I'm feeling Bianca and Charlotte, Rear and Becky. Personally, that's, that's my fair. personal read. What do you? What, are you against that? Do you object? Do you close on? No, I think that's fine. It's just a matter of uh, when do you get the title under Rhea. But I mean, they have three months to figure that out. They got Elimination Chamber and all that, so probably in the chamber. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Um, I understand why there's like 
you know, Charlotte fatigue. Trust me, I know I'm aware. I've, yeah. I've experienced it. Uh, I just think if you take Bianca off the ball for Charlotte, I don't know what match you can come up with for her. Like, I just mm. don't think there's any compelling matches. But I think with Rio, if she's not wrestling Bianca, the Becky match is still a big-time match. I mean, I think that's like a, a, a genuine marquee match. So, yeah, um, I like those. We need to figure out something for Bailey because she's not someone we can just pop it, put in the tag match because they have a tag team in damage control. We need like a program. Um, maybe Asuka? Maybe. I'm looking That'd be good. Them. What do we think Asuka's going to do when she comes back, Bob? I don't. Do you think she's coming back as a heel? Because she was teasing it for a little bit there. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, she uh, she was teasing some sort of like spookiness, right? Yeah. Um. Hmm. I guess it probably in a lot of ways it makes sense for him as a heel. The only problem is you've just sent Alexa too, so it's like you yeah. just flip that whole act. And I don't think they're going to be a team necessarily. Mm. I'm looking at um, Liv's probably going to be in the tag match again, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, Liv and Tegan. They've been. I think up. we do. Fuck, you know what you could do though, and this is a little bit harsh on Bailey, but I think I think you'll you'll get where I'm going. What if instead we have Bailey and Dakota as the team, and we do EO and Asuka? That's a, that'd be that would add something different to the card. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks. Again, this is a mix of somewhat feasible things, but mostly we're popping ourselves here. Bear with us. Hmm. Um, we'll circle back to the tag the tag time actually. So right now we have this is across two nights. We'll try and split them here momentarily. Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns of the Rock. Steve Austin, John Cena, Brock Lesnar and Gunter, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte, <clears throat> Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch, Asuka versus Io Sky. I mean, a good match. I mean, it's a weird card because there's so many like part time, especially on the male side, right? It's, it's yeah. weird. Okay. Seth freaking Rollins. Now, he has been wrestling Fury for what feels like the last four years. Yes. Um, my mind immediately heads towards Finn because he's turning baby faces, Seth. What do you what do you think? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Um I couldn't really figure anything out for him. You know, I had Austin, but he's turning babyface. Um I don't really want him to face Theory or Lashley again. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's obviously a guy that you need to give a fairly decently big match to. So yeah, yeah. I think him and Finn could have a good match. And him and him and Finn could have like one of those like you know the kind of classic WrestleMania mid card match. You give them some yeah. time and they they try and tear. Out. I, I think that I think they would have a really good match. To be clear, um, I think that's a logical place for Finn. Did you have any feelings for Finn before we kind of lock that in? Um, no, I mean I put like maybe Judgment Day against her business, but I think they're doing Ray against Dominic, so it wouldn't really match up mm-hmm. anyway. So <clears throat> there you go. All right, yeah, Priest can be at ringside for that. That's a little unfair on him, but it's WrestleMania. It's hard. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm looking here. Um, whether we like it or not, Theory is going to be featured somewhere on this thing. What do we do with Jack Crosby's favorite wrestler, Austin Theory? You don't know if you just do like a multi-man match for the U.S. title, but like pretty much everyone's already gotten a shot at it in the past few months. But like you do him, um, Ali, yeah, um. Chad Gable or some yeah, shit. Gable, I don't know. Maybe put Lashley in there. It feels like Lashley should be doing something bigger, but like, well, let's try and let's try and kind of have a look at that. Bob Lash. What do we do with Bob Lash? Let's let's have a, let's have a look at what he could try. And interesting things he could do. Um, it's just really thin on top guys, man. It's hard because yeah. like a third Brock match makes sense, but I kind of want to see Brock and Gunther more. What about um? I know this is kind of a strange one. What about Edge? Yeah. Yeah. What did you have for Edge? Remind me, did you say? I forget. For Edge, I had, um, let me see here. Edge, I couldn't think of an opponent. So actually, Lashley would be very good. I mean, it's like, I was going to say it's like a generational clash, but Bob was there in like fucking 05. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a big match in terms of like this name value, I guess. I don't know how good it would be, but. I think that's okay. And you could do a kind of simple build with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. 
Now I'm looking hell's for Elmrose. So we also have KO and Sammy versus the Usos, correct? Yes. All right. Right now we have the one, two, three, four, five, six. So we have like ten matches, I believe. Okay. I'm not the best with Max, but I believe that's where we're at. Um, I like the Willie's comment about the Rumble. Bianca and Lexus be on the screen for legitimately around thirty minutes mm. now. Okay, I've already said it, and I know that it scared Bob, but at this point, fuck it. I think we actually have to do the Alexa Bray cross yeah. Scarlet thing. They do. I mean, the Alexa and Bray can win in like six minutes or whatever, but like, come on. You need to say it for the spooky folks. What else are we going to do with them? Let's be honest about it here. It's true. At least in that match, you can find the spookiness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. God, there's a lot of injuries here. On the on the old Wikipedia gimmick, it has Alton, Rude, and R-Truth, and all three of them are inactive for injuries. It's fucking brutal. Champa? I forgot about Champa. Yep. Gargano's hurt now. Yeah. Um, is Gargano going to be back in time? It seems like it. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he'll be in that US title uh, multi-man. Ideally, you could do something with... Yeah, I guess hard, because the Usos has got both belts. Never mind. All right. That's been a weird it. thing, too, because they only talked about the Raw belts last night, but like, I don't get why you'd split them before Mania and before you split the main title. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we do with Solo Sokoa? The chat's talking about him a little bit. He's obviously factored into the Bloodline stuff, but is there like a singles thing, you know, program we could come up with for him, or is there something? Can he do something with Drew or Sheamus or one of those fellas? Yeah, I think him and Drew would be very good. Um, I liked his match with Sheamus a couple weeks ago. They could run that back as well. But, like, yeah, I have no problem with Solo against Drew. Solo is very good, and he should have a featured match on the card. Okay, so if we do Solo and Drew, what does that mean for the Brutes? Do they work like Legado or some shit in the trios? Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I, I don't know what the best Unless thing is. Unless you want to just do the Brutes against her business, just an interpromotional... Uh, yeah, well, why not? That sounds fun. Whoa, that was that was a big idea just for a hair ball. That was a little that was a little aggressive. I mean, that's <laughs> that sounds like some real grabs. Yeah, like, the hurt business versus the brawling brutes. But then, what do we do with Edge? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> who can Edge wrestle? Uh, I'm looking here. I'm uh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Edge and Theory. Okay, we're cooking. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sure. There's a match that I can miss. All right. So we have Solo and Drew. We have the Brutes versus her business. Bob, was that ad-lib or was that on your notes? No, that was ad-libbed. Unbelievable. Finally, it's like to have Greg Garnier, folks. <laughs> okay. I'm looking here. The SmackDown Women's Division. Who needs to be booked? Um... <laughs> well, they got that tag match and uh, they got the Battle Royal, so... Yeah, we'll do the t- we'll lock in the tag match in a minute, but I don't think there's anyone that needs a singles match. Raw, I think we're covered. Um, the one thing with the male tag team situation is they're all going to be in the battle royal because of the Usos double title thing again, unless you split them. But it's like, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to do it. Do you expect them to split those belts out of interest at some point, but probably not now. Um. Because like Gable and Otis really deserve something better than just the Battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah. What really you could do? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's not even like you could just put all the tag teams in a match because they do that on Raw all the time. I mean, I guess you could do it. I was going to say you could do it on the pre-show. They don't really do pre-shows anymore, do they? No. That's a shame. I feel like I should have... Can they do something with... Fuck. New Day? New Day are not. I mean, I know they're in NXT right now, but they're probably going to be. One, they're probably going to be expected to be on fucking WrestleMania, right? I would assume. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, they did a thing on Raw. Yeah, this I think Bob just was mentioning this right that it's for the belts, the Raw belts only. Yeah. All right. So this, this based on that, let's work on the assumption the Judgment are actually going to fucking win the Raw belts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Finn booked elsewhere. Who? Can we then f- put the belts on from Raw so then we can have a Raw tag title match of some ilk? Um, judgment. So they say Judgment Day win them next week. Then do we go to the Profits? Do we go to the Great Brothers? Do we go to... 
Uh, whoever else the fuck is on this show. Bronson Reed and the Miz. <laughs> um, you go the Prophets. They haven't really had a Raw title reign in quite some time, and they're very okay. good. Okay, so Raw tag title match. We're separating the tag belts, folks, okay? We've got the Prophets. We've got the Great Brothers. We've got... Um, who did we just say a moment ago? My bad. I'm, I'm forgetting who we had. We had a, another team. Um, Otis and Gable, which was yeah. the whole point of doing this. Otis and Gable. And then is there another team or should we actually generally put Miz and Bronson from reading this fucking thing? Um, <laughs> I guess if Gargano and Champ are both healthy, you put them back together, pop everyone, right. but like, yeah. We'll just, just, put, just write them down and then we'll just, you know, we'll make a note, Bob. We need to prepare. We need to see how close we are with this thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Bronson and Miz getting a mania payday, brother, brother. <clears throat> Works for me. <clears throat> okay. Is there anyone else from Raw that needs featuring, Bob? From your, from your wise Um, line? I don't think so. AJ is a question mark at the moment because his foot's broken. Yeah. Um, Dom's working Ray. I should write that. Down. Yeah, Dom and Ray. Okay. Um. No, other than that, I think we have think everyone accounted for. Riddle, I think, is um, for different reasons in that question mark lane with AJ, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be certain he's working that show. I could be completely wrong. I just, I just wouldn't personally be certain. Um, okay. Smackdown. Uh, we'll do the game. We'll do the women's tag title match in a moment. We'll, like... Pick who we do. Is Braun? Is there anything we can do, with Braun Strowman? Is there anything you want to do, with Braun Strowman? That's probably the better question. Um, not particularly. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be on there, or he'll just be in the Battle Royal again. Braun Strowman versus LA Knight. Bob, your thoughts? Yeah, I guess so. Braun Strowman versus Ricochet. They just did that, or no, they didn't. Or, they wait, did. They did. did a couple they weeks did. ago. Um, they did, but they're like babyface friends now. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, they could do because Ricochet is going to be on the card somewhere, too. I guess it really matters if uh, Gunther still has the Intercontinental title. And I if think he's so. facing Brock, I don't think it'll be for the title because why does Brock need that title? But, yeah, true. Because you could, I guess, have Braun beat Gunther for the title this week. I wouldn't do it, but then that'd if be, Braun's yeah, the that'd be a choice, champion, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, or maybe, you know, that's the Elimination Chamber match for the Intercontinental title and someone wins it that way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, SmackDown has enough guys where you can just kind of throw them anywhere on the card and they'll put out a good match, which is nice. Yeah. I think, because I know Braun and Ricochet are, like, paired on TV, so I just think mm-hmm. it was a natural, like, them splitting. And I also think Ricochet has actually been, like, a worthwhile project for them in recent months. Yeah. Um, they've rebuilt him and he hasn't let them down in ring by any means. So I think that's what I would go. If you have a major objection to Braun Strowman versus Ricochet, then I'll, I'll concede that I, I would like us to work on the card, Bob. You know, I'd like yeah, to age in that one. That's fine. Okay. Now the women's tag title match. Okay. So we have Dakota and Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I apologize to all very understandable Bailey fans. I just was trying to make the balance of the card. Her and Asuka felt very familiar, you know? Yeah. Um, Dakota and Bailey, Liv and Tegan, Ronda and Shayna. Mm. Hmm. Who else have we got in that woman's division? Who's who's Raquel with these days? Um, she's Raquel's still... actually quite good, in fairness. They could do Raquel and Shotzi in that match. They've been teaming a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, that's four teams. It's probably yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Now night one, you're doing the Rock match, correct? Yes. Okay. Roman and Rock is on WrestleMania night one. Now I think we would be very smart to pair that with the women's title match that we're more confident of being like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Rhea and Becky. We have Bianca and Charlotte. Which of those do you think is a a better combo? Uh, deal with the Roman Rock uh, spectacle, quote-unquote. Probably Rhea and Becky. Okay. We have Rhea and Becky on the board for night one. All right, so night two, with that uh, with that in mind, we're going to go Roman and Cody. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to do Beyond Crim Charlotte, correct? Yep. Where are we putting Steve Austin? Are we, are we going to avoid him and Rock on the same night? Are we going to split them? Or are we going to go for it and have the fucking full 2,000 grin on night yeah, one? Yeah, you probably put Austin on night two. Yeah. And he was on night one last year, and I think it was kind of hard to top that for a yeah. pop. So. Also, him and Cena and Roman and Rock are like the two biggest matches on the weekend, right, on our card. So mm. we could split those. Um, okay, Austin and Cena and Roman and Cody – uh, both headed tonight too, alongside Bianca and Charlotte. Brock versus Gunter. Do we? The one thing that I want to call it a safe bet and a lot. I mean, I think it will be good. I don't know the ceiling of the match um, in regards, to, you know, compared to the floor, just because you never know quite what Brock's going to do. Yeah. You know? Um. There's a big part of me that's hesitant in having two of our three big matches on night one be a Rock match and a Brock match in 2023. Mm-hmm. Not because Brock's washed, but because he's Brock and he may just show up and be like, well, fuck this, you know? <laughs> um, but I feel like if we put on night two, night one will be kind of undercooked, right? Yeah, I think you could do it on night one. You know, you put it in like that third or fourth spot mm-hmm. where the crowd's still kind of fired up and you don't have a super high expectation though in case it goes poorly. Okay, so the big three on night one is Roman and Rock, Rear and Becky, Brock and Gunter. Mm-hmm. Night two, it's Roman and Cody, Bianca and Charlotte, um, Austin, Cena. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the next one. It's like a okay. This is an interesting one. Where do we put Ko and Sammy versus the Usos? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Because do you want Roman to go into night two with the bloodline having lost that match, or do you do it all on night two? You know? Yeah, because I think you haven't beat The Rock, and then night two is where it all kind of starts falling apart for them. Yeah. Because let's be honest, the guy who won't lose a fight scene in a movie is going to need some protection to do a job. So you're probably going to need the Usos in the finish of night one, now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, So night two, which is looking pretty strong right now, gets Kevin and Sammy. Opposite the Usos, right? And we need to give night one something here, Bobby. Give it something. Um, I'm looking in the direction of Seth and Bala, Asker and Elo uh, for night one matches. Any preference, or should we just put both on there? You can put both on there. I think Seth and Finn could open night one, and it'd be excellent. Okay. Night one now looks like this: Roman Rock, Rhea Becky, Brock Gunter, Asker and Elo, and Finn Seth. Um, night two, Roman Cody, Bianca Charlotte, Austin Cena, Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. All right. Um, where are we putting – elephant in the room here, folks. Where are we putting the Spookfest Spectacular – the Spooktacular, I should say, with The Fiend, The Fiendess, and uh, Shit Seared and Scarlet? Uh, that could be night two. Yeah, night two is already – it looks like all hits. Here it comes, folks. There you go. Alexa and Bray versus Cross and Scarlet. Typing these words is painful <laughs> for me, I must say. Um, hey, it'll be fine. Well, how was the Emma Scarlet business, Bob? It was okay. They kept it short, but like just hearing that match was crazy. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be a singles match at first, and then it turned in it was a mixed tag, which is a little bit better. But like even then, I only like Riddick Moss out of those four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, understandable, very much so. When Moss is the the shining light, it's a challenge, you know. It's, it's difficult. Um, Fury and Edge. Um, <laughs> probably night one. Yeah, it's gonna go way too long as well. <laughs> yeah, I think we might want to. I think. I think that may be another bullet for night two to take to honestly. You know, kind of cooking. I think we, I think we may have to slide that in there again. That's fair. Okay, Fury, Fury and Edge goes <laughs> alongside Alexa and Bray versus Cross and Scarlet. All right. Okay, Solo and Drew Mack. Now Solo is going to win that match, I assume. Yes. We should put that on night one because the bloodlines falling apart. Kind of happens on night two, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. That wouldn't need too long either, right? Ten minutes? Be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um 
we have Edge and Finn. No, Finn's wrestling uh, Seth freaking Rollins. Mm-hmm. I may have misread it. It's my apologies. Um, okay. The Brawling Brutes versus the Hurt Business, which is perhaps your most inspired uh, piece of uh, booking here, Bobby. Do you have any preferences to where it goes? Um, no. We haven't got any tags on that one yet. So Yeah, we could put it on night one. Probably yeah, the women's tag on night one as well. Yeah, I guess we have the raw tag title match too, right? But yeah, I mean that isn't that's not gonna be like a big attraction. I think the I think the splitting the trios with the big Kevin and Sammy tag is is probably the the right move. Yes. Okay. Now I'll put the uh, the raw tag title match here alongside that on night one, so we don't have both tag titles on the same night. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominic and Rey Mysterio, Bobby. What do you think? Um, I don't know how good that match is going to be. I mean, I think it'll be fight. It's Ray, right? But, like, I don't... Like, is that, like, an epic? Or is it just, like, a match? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I think they probably will want it to be an epic, but it probably won't get there. Um, yeah. That could probably go... Well, I don't want to put all the bad stuff on Night 2, though. Oh, Night 2 has got Roman well, Cody, yeah. Austin Cena... Yeah, I do understand what you're saying. Though we have kind of we've taken the shine off it a little bit. Um, hmm. Right now, night one has one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. It has eight matches. Night two has six matches. We have three matches left. So, okay. all right, Bob, your call, yeah, mate. I can go on night one. Dom and Ray, that is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then the last two are gonna have to go on. On night two, right? Which is um, the women's tag title match and Braun and Ricochet. Yes. All right. Okay, folks, let's run this down one last time here. Um, this is what Bob and I have come up with for WrestleMania. Now, again, folks, this is a mix of predictions and like an ideal version of those predictions um, because, you know, we can't just come on and be like, yeah, Charlotte's actually in the Battle Royale or whatever. It's just it's, it's silly, right? Mm-hmm. I think Ronda in the woman's tag, honestly, is very wishful thinking, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, night one looks as follows. We have Roman Reigns versus The Rock. We have Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. Brock Lesnar versus Gunther. Asuka versus Io Sky. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Drew McIntyre versus Solo Sokoa. Hurt Business versus The Brawling Brutes. The Street Profits versus The Good Brothers versus Otis and Gable versus DIY. Or, if they're unavailable... The dream team of Bronson Reed and the Miz. <laughs> Finally, we have the, uh, the the family clash, the father versus son affair of Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Night two, we have Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair, Steve Austin versus John Cena, Kevin and Sammy, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos, Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt versus Karrion <laughs> Cross and Scarlett. Austin Fury versus Edge, Braun Strowman versus Ricochet, <laughs> Dakota and Bailey versus Liv and Tegan versus Ronda and Shayna versus Raquel and Shotzi. Um, we may be a match heavy on a match heavy on night one and a match light on night two, but frankly, who could possibly care? Yeah, that's fine. who could possibly care? All right. There you go, folks. Bob, what do you think? Where are we headed to in the world of Fed Dead Redemption? Uh, you know, it feels it feels like um, things are going to get gloomy. I don't know if we're going to do this as regularly as you and I may hope. What do you think? No. Um, you know, we'll do uh, Deciding the Decade for the Rumble. That's a show we all actually enjoy. Yes. Um, but as far as doing this, like, on a weekly basis, uh, it might get a little tough. I'm going to be honest with you. It's been tough for a couple months, uh, and now it might get even tougher. So... Yeah. Um, part of the I issue think, is... I think uh, the thing is, like, we both want to do it. We both enjoy doing this. We both enjoy having a show in this, you know, time slot. But yeah. you don't want to force it either. Well, it's also hard because I, I often, and Bob, you know this, is like I, I feel bad for you because it's like even when you went to talk about it, it was never, you know, it was always hard to get the right crew. Like, you know, we had Monty here for a while yeah. to do it because obviously Monty's king boot liquor. Um mm-hmm. Once did a victory lap live on the air because Tate and Paxley had a good wrestling match. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, you know, when, you know, Monty could help Oracle's, it's hard for him time wise, yep. you know, 
And I don't watch the shows closely enough. And and Bob knows me well enough to know. And I, I like to think you guys do too, that it's not in like a mean-spirited way where I'm like trying to be an arsehole about it. I just, there's not a lot there for me, you know? Um, look at this from Paul. Look, can you imagine, Bob? Imagine <laughs> that message from old Matty. I'm going to message him that after this. I'm like, hey, man, dark grin along, what you think? <laughs> just get a go fuck yourself immediately respond. <laughs> um, so I don't know, folks. We'll, we'll, I guess the best thing is let it play out. Um, I think what you'll see is, you know, I think you'll see pay-per-view previews and reviews. Well, Sometimes. you'll see previews. <laughs> if I make the show fucking suck, I'm not going to show up for the review because I just make I just make it a miserable experience. It's no fun, you know? The reviews are tough too, though, with uh, the pay-per-views being on Saturdays now, though, because you don't really yeah. want to talk. Sunday we have, you know, Fleet Week, and then Monday it's mm. kind of old news by then. So, And you have your other show Monday anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is difficult. I mean, we'll try and do one for for the Rumble. Yeah. Again, if it's like the last Rumble, which I don't think it will be, but if it is, I'm sorry, folks, I can't. Yeah, you know, we just, can't do that. Um. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's where we are now. I will say on the bright side, uh, if you like a WWE match in particular, because I, I appreciate, you know, there are a lot of audience that likes WWE and watches WWE. So if you are one of them and you want me to watch a particular match, I am doing frequent reviews over on the Late Night Grim page. Um mm-hmm. Yesterday I did the Usos versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, which is a pretty good main event from SmackDown last week. Um, I've already wrote it, but it's going to be probably posted later this week, maybe the weekend. Um, Charlie Dempsey, first time I got a chance to see him, Bob. We had a, a highly rated match on NXT Level Up. I got a review of that coming. So if you're a fan of the WWE product and you see a match that you like or you think I would like or you just want to get my take on, I'll happily write a review. Fed Dead's going to be very infrequent because... I mean, honestly, that kind of mirrors where the products are right now, right? Yeah. I think nothing would have made us happier for this to be like a real destination program. And when it first changed and Triple H and Charles, not because he was fucking giant barber or anything, but like, you know, it did. It felt different for a while there, right? It felt like a, a show that was like relevant and stuff. So we'll see, basically. Um, I guess the best way to close would be Bob. How you feeling overall, mate? Any final words? Any any kind of sweeping conclusion, or just let it play out and hope for the best? Yeah, I guess all we can really do right now is let it play out, hope for the best. You know, hope the uh, rumble's good and uh, kind of see where we're at after that. Um, you know, uh, late night grin Thursday evening. I believe we don't have shoot this week, which is a bummer, but we will persevere and play through it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. Shoot is what well, he's got some meetings, right? Mm. He's got some, you know, he's got some stuff he has to work through, and I have told him before. I think if he's going to book Ring of Honor, he needs to at least respect the product enough to watch the tapes, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I understand him not wanting me to be a part of it, but like you can at least ask my advice. But we don't need to do this in public. Um, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I've heard very different things about Marina and Athena. Paul, I would love to review it. If it goes the way that some people have told me it went, I will avoid reviewing it out of respect for the great Athena. If it goes as other people have said, then I'll absolutely review it and do a victory lap. Sounds good. <laughs> Joe, please review Bully Ray vs. Josh Alexander. Um, hard to kill is Friday. All right, Bob, hold up. I'm going to close this with Impact Talk. Okay. This is going to, folks, this is a, a, a teaser to see if you guys would actually like a show to become a full-time Impact program. <laughs> I'm going to read the match to you. You're going to give me a rating out of 10 of what your excitement is. Not cage match, fuck cage match. You know, <clears throat> your excitement for hard to kill. Ready, Bob? Yeah. The Deaf Dolls versus Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles. Um, five. Angels, that's Alan Angels, folks, mm. versus um, Bupinda Gujar. Versus Kushida, Mike Bailey, Mike Jackson, and Yuya Uemura. Six-way match, pre-show. Sounds pretty fun. We'll go six That'd and a half on that. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the uh, the Indian gentleman, but that sounds like it'd be good. Okay, here we go. Rich Swan versus Steve Macklin. Falls count anywhere. I heard Macklin's pretty good now. I do enjoy a falls count anywhere match, but uh, probably about three. My God, what a rich swan burial that was. <laughs> Joe Hendry versus Moose for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Uh, one. <clears throat> Deonna Prazo, Killer Kelly, Masha Slamovich, and Taylor Wilde four-way match to determine the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts title. 
I'm just probably like an eight. It sounds like a lot of fun. Trey Miguel versus Black Taurus. Uh, five. The Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, for fuck's sakes. The Motor City Machine Guns versus Heath and Rhino versus the Major Players versus Bullet Club because every single pet of you tag match has to be a fatal four-way. We mm. even just booked two of them, for fuck's sakes. Elimination, at least. Your excitement level. Six. Bro, do you know how good... I'm sure they've done it on TV, so I apologize. Mercy Machine Guns versus Ace and Bay. If you give out 20, it would be fucking incredible. But, oh, hell yeah. You know, you'll get Rhino on the card. Uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Eddie Edwards. It'll be fine. I wouldn't wouldn't say I'm excited for it. Uh, four. Code, code of Honor. Sorry for yeah. hitting my mic there, folks, as I did the Code of Honor. <laughs> Jordan Grace versus Mickey James. Title versus career. Six. Josh Alexander versus Bully Ray. Uh, for the world's title, Full Metal Mayhem. This is Bully Ray's Call Your Shot Championship match. Uh, two. Yeah. Call Your Shot, though, Bob. It's true. He's calling a shot. I want to see the numbers. I want to see the numbers now. What has made them stick with this Friday night ploy? I need to know. Tape Machines loves it. I know that. That's one thing I can confirm. Tape Machines loves the Friday night pay-per-view. There are two wrestling shows on Friday. Can you imagine calling up your friend, Bob, and being like, hey, man, you want to come over and watch the Graps on Friday? And he'd be like, what's Graps? And he'd be like, the professional wrestling. What's that, WWE? And he's like, yeah, what are you watching? The stuff that's on Fox? No. <laughs> well, I thought we could watch the stuff that's on Fox and then maybe the stuff that's on TNT. N- nerd, we're watching with a $40 pay-per-view price. Bring a 20. We're headed to Fight TV to watch some Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's sicko behavior. I mean, it's like, it's literally Friday Night Wrestling is like a baked in thing. Now. You have two hours of SmackDown, which is the most watched wrestling show in the world. And then you have This Is Rampage Baby, which is like, you know, a fine way to end your night. You know, you, yeah. you slow down, you get off the shoot coats, you got on some Pepsi Max. You finish, you, you just, you just wind down. I mean, some of these, these are animals, these people. I mean, what are we doing? It's literally right there for you. You don't have to pay anything. Nope. It's crazy. I don't know. Oh, no, oh, not my, not for me to say. Oh, listen, to be clear, I've bought worse things, folks. I've bought many Ring of Honor shows. It is what it is. God bless anyone watching it. Hopefully it's good. I may even review it. Fuck it. Bob, any yeah. blows or promotions before we go? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like I said, late night grin Thursday evening, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, should be a fun time. I think we'll probably talk about Dynamite. There should be some stuff going on there and mm-hmm. uh, whatever else we get into after that. Factual. Um just want to announce who's there for that show. <laughs> also. <laughs> so, there you go, folks. We'll see you then. Um, Dynamite tomorrow. Big show tomorrow. Man and I are back for the Green Along. So, much to look forward to. Um, if you want me to review a match, DM me on Twitter, DM me on Patreon, wherever works. Um, if we've... Twitter, I may be slow on Twitter, but I will definitely see it. Um Patreon's notification is weird. So if you can do it on Twitter, please do. But uh, tomorrow, I think, is the... I think I've reviewed Josh Woods and Claudio Castagnoli for tomorrow. So there you go. Honor is real and all that good stuff. All right. We appreciate you guys. We hope you enjoyed this. Um, We'll see you tomorrow. Keep grinning. All hell. Enjoy this outro.